0: This is a celebration. One man who dedicated his whole life for Well So you're gonna answer ask these questions. Basically You're doing the interview. Yeah, you've got the lie detector machine switched on. <laughs> I've no problem with lie detectors. I'm fine because I always tell the truth. <laughs>
1: How many sexually transmitted diseases have you had?
0: <laughs> I have this this is the trouble. I have this with my children that I we have this thing that, that if my that I have to tell them the truth. If they ask me straight and say, Dad, you know, honestly can you tell me that I will tell them any question they they want me to answer, I will give them the truth as near as I possibly can can give it and as honestly as I possibly can. And that way, you know, then they know there's somebody in life they can trust. You know, they know that they can they can turn to someone, you know, in life who will be utterly honest. And this has meant, obviously, that I have had questions that have been quite cringe uh awkward, very awkward, and difficult. Think. Yes, and at weird times, you know, like it's just you know you're somewhere and then it's like uh, you know it's like that Mason cry, you know, where they say you know sort of help me type of thing. I get this, um, I get you know one of my sons turned to me and say, can you, yeah. Be really honest with me now, Dad, and deliver a question that I couldn't even mention on
1: here. I'm afraid you're going to have to mention at least <laughs> at least one question because people are going to go. It's difficult well, what questions. Are
0: you well, they, about? They, I mean, you can imagine exactly those kind of questions that, that you won't even admit the answers to yourself. You know, Ooh, those kind of questions. Wow. Yeah, and wow. of course I have to be as honest as possible. You know, and the nice thing about it, of course, it means it works the other way as well. But of course, I wouldn't ask them any questions that were. Yeah
1: that you didn't want to know the answers no, to? No,
0: because I, I, don't, I don't want to delve into their personal life, do now, I? No,
1: it's difficult. You you and I both both obviously have children. It is quite... Uh, it's kind of morally quite difficult as they get older. When they're younger, it's very easy. You tell them what to do and they do it. When they get to kind of 13, like my daughter, my eldest is 13, yeah. you kind of... You have this kind of slightly warped moral kind of dilemma because you still want to tell them that they can't do certain things and they've got to act a certain way whereas quite clearly you know you're drinking gin and tonic at two o'clock on a friday afternoon and it's kind of you know you try and teach them that you know you have to kind of function as an alcoholic
0: i thought i thought is absolutely i thought though it was it was more of a case of um of guiding them through the um through the errors that you've made to say look i you know sort of Yes, I did that, but this happened, type of thing. Now, would you that know, not create?
1: Next, would by this time in life, in however many thousands and thousands of years yeah. of of human existence, would that not have created a supreme, supreme being? Yeah, absolutely. So what went wrong, Damien? <laughs> That's the big. No, picture. don't look
0: at me. I oh, did, yeah, but don't look at me. But look at my children. At my children are. They. I have three children, and they are all of them supreme. Perfect. Perfect human beings. Amazing. It's not going to be true, is it?
1: I wouldn't have thought so. I guess you sort of pick up. It's a bit like, it's like dust, isn't it? It's like you you kind of, you can hoover, you can vacuum around the room, but there's always going to be more dust. There's all kind of, you know. That's
0: why it's all balance. That's why. It's it's all balance. And that's the the thing about life, isn't it? It's all about balance. I'm having terrible trouble at the moment with our Dyson.
1: (laughs) By the way, welcome, everybody. This is the Wilson and Waitman podcast. Uh, We are going to be talking about absolute mindless drivel which we're doing now. Well, I, actually, I
0: actually thought I, I thought this is, this is our sensible, normal conversation. And the other thing, I'm creaking, by the way. I'm creaking because I've got the Hammond behind me and I'm also sat on your piano stool, all of which creaks. Quite and where old. are we? Tell, explain where we are. Well, we're in the hot tub. <laughs> Don't get me started <laughs> on the hot tub. No, we, we should be in the hot tub, although it's probably a bit hot for the hot tub because it's, it's blistering hot outside.
1: I would think, um, yeah, a, a and, plunge pool would be probably more.
0: It's right, in a day like this, the ideal place would be the boat that's where we should be we should you and i should be sat sat at the stern of the boat um having a, a, a gin and
1: tonic i would think a british
0: a, gin and tonic, tonic. A nice yeah boats But the tropics. boats they obviously gin and tonic in a boat sounds ideal idyllic in fact it sounds perfect but i don't know it just seems wrong on, on my boat because my boat's you, you not that kind of boat like a half a pride or
1: something in a, a cornish <laughs>
0: pasty <laughs> <laughs> It's just I don't know the the, the boats. It is yeah, gin and tonic sounds. You know I don't know something a little bit more earthy than a gin and tonic. I suppose I mean yeah like yeah like you say half a pride out of, or you know out of a can. The yeah the kind of can a that you find can at, of London. At the pride. side of a of a bench by the river. That really that's that's the kind of drink. Get On one of your those. Boat.
1: You're really selling it. <laughs> <laughs> it's available for rent so we are currently in my garden in my uh, studio in Buckingham and uh, I've just moved the Hammond up here which Damien is leaning up against um, and uh, its it, you said to me actually earlier when we were setting this up you said to me, come closer, I want to see the whites of your eyes.
0: Yeah, I, well, I actually just wanted to see you, yeah. really, because <laughs> I, you know, I'm completely blind, I'm absolutely, and, um, you know. we are We are three and a half inches apart at the moment, it is quite,
1: <laughs> it's quite close, considering it's a warm day. I like Yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's, you know, I mean, I think I, I, I wanted to communicate visually as well, uh-huh. I mean, I know we're obviously, we're, we're, this is a podcast, but i wanted to have that visual communication because it's a, it's a you know so we 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 were natural you know yeah. and that we could yeah we could communicate and talk because there's so much that we've talked about over the years and we can't talk about any of those things on here well i
1: think we probably can
0: but we've already talked about them haven't we well some of the things we
1: talked about but i think um i think there's always plenty of things to talk about one of the things when we do the shows obviously people come along and and uh, and watch the shows and listen is that a lot of the kind of chat is what we've already talked about in the car on the way there or yeah, elsewhere. So it is kind of, you know, I think there's plenty of stones left unturned. and
0: that, That's because it's knocking around in my head and it comes out. You know what I mean? It's like a it's no current.
1: Filter, no filter is what, what it is. You have no filter.
0: No filter. <laughs>
1: <It's>...
0: <laughs> a bit you... like the hot
1: tub. Do you... <laughs> I've, I'm looking forward to getting to your hot tub. Uh, um, well, I've, I've got. I'm sort of. I'm Mr. Grumpy with that at the minute because uh, my wife Terry bought bought this hot tub, and um, and uh, all I'm worried about is how much the damn thing costs to heat up. So I've literally been every other day. At the moment, I'm flying back and forth to England in the middle of the Aussie tour. So it's kind of. I'm back. Get back about five o'clock in the morning, and then I go again the following day uh, off somewhere Europe, do a show, come back again. So I'm uh, I'm particularly. Uh, bad tempered at the minute because of lack of sleep Um, and multiplied to that is the addition of the hot tub which is uh, right outside my studio and uh, and constantly going through my mind is how much it's costing to heat up because in my mind all I'm thinking is it's like a kettle on all the time I mean maybe somebody can tell me differently, but that is, is what it's doing. It's heating up.
0: I think that's I think that's the truth. I think that's exactly how you should think about it. Yeah. And I, I did come around the other day when you were away. Um I heard, uh, yeah. We'll get on to that in a minute. I did <laughs> <laughs> really? it, was, it, was, it was quite innocent. I didn't I mean I didn't I did know you were away at the time. I did I was aware that you were away. But I, I wasn't aware your wife was here. <laughs> I, which is
1: even weirder. You were just gonna come and burger my house.
0: No, it's just like, you know. I haven't got a home and it's it's, it's the nearest I've got to home really I feel more at home here than anywhere you know
1: that's what worries me yes there's more and more shit that seems to be building up in my studio you do seem
0: to have a few boxes (laughs) it's
1: it's (laughs) becoming more like your home than my home yes it is was that a plan is that kind of
0: a no it's not no not a plan these things just evolve you know sort of
1: how long have I got before I've got to move out
0: (laughs) Adam you're always welcome in my home (laughs) always
1: so, good news uh, is the tour has just been announced, uh-huh, which great. is great, January 2019, which uh, will be um, uh, just be the same old shit as last time. So, if you enjoyed it then, come along. Uh, if you didn't enjoy it, then... Um, I think I'm definitely going to
0: come along. You gonna, you I enjoyed gonna be it there? last time. I'm going to be there.
1: To I can't you. believe how well... I know we've known each other a long time. We get on very well. I can't believe that we got on so well considering how long we spent together, especially on some of the car journeys. <laughs> and when I when I was putting this one together, I noticed some of the car journeys are quite short, and I was a bit, I was a bit sort of disappointed. in oh, a way. Yeah. I was like, oh, we've only got the two hours in the car that day. Oh, yes, that's so sweet. But, the it, but the funny thing,
0: it, you were just always like dad, you know, with the car running outside the hotel. <laughs> when I, you know, even if I was early by half an hour, you'd still be out there with the car running. You no, know, I, I just and-
1: turned into my dad and reminded me when I toured with him when I was when I first started with him when I was about eighteen he would be outside if we were leaving at 9am he would be there at quarter two engine running come on come on hurry up <laughs> yeah i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a right laugh as as indeed the last one was and we'll you know we'll have to start chatting soon about what new stuff we're going to do and um yeah it's going to be a going to be a good laugh but what yeah. uh, what have you been doing recently mr wilson
0: um well, oh, well I, I was recently at grass pop festival uh that's what i that's my my most recent um Show we did which we did a little show at grass bob on the friday that's in belgium correct that's right yeah and then on sunday of course you were there on the big screen indeed it was quite an
1: onion it was basically a wilson wakeman headline festival show yeah but on different days with different bands on different stages
0: that's right but i felt i felt you know that at least that's a selling point you Know for the next I tour, so.
1: I think so. You know, where some people lie on their CVs about their jobs yeah. and what gigs they've done. That's best.
0: completely honest. That but is, you know,
1: yeah, we can say we play, we headline like, grass, grass pop,
0: bit different bands at different stages, different times.
1: I and mean, time it, the days. only thing that could have been worse is uh, if it different was months. different months, you're right, <laughs> that would have been disastrous. Different <laughs> but years, years, like, ah. yeah, that would have been kind of any other festivals that we what, what have you done? Any what other do, festivals? I do, I
0: thought, I thought, I know I've done very few this year. Because I was in lots of bands and now I'm not. <laughs> uh, but you always expect the phone to ring. This is, a, this is the one thing. Okay, You always expect the phone to ring. And tell me why that hasn't happened. Because my phone's at the bottom of the temps. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. It but, probably is ringing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, if you don't have a phone, it can't ring. The weirdest thing is, is which um, I I obviously know you're aware of, is last week, of course, I I made the BBC news um, for not having a phone. At which point, um, the uh, the website that's run by Mark van um, de Hoven, Black Lake in the Netherlands, uh, was inundated with um, people requesting phone ins for their shows, (laughs) which is kind of slightly ironic. That's
1: brilliant. Yeah. Very, very, um, very BBC like as well. <laughs> yes. Does Mark yeah. have the most unusual surname?
0: Mark van den Blacklake. Is that right? Blackstock, isn't it? Blackstock, Black you're Mark right. Vanden- How long have you known Mark? I don't you know him better than I do, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, only because
1: of the confusion with putting It's the Blacklake,
0: yeah, Blackstock. But he might not like his full name being given out on. A podcast. He may well, be. I don't really... know. Maybe
1: if if he if be... he doesn't like it, maybe people can phone and tell him his number's
0: plus three, four <laughs> sixty. <laughs> He'll be throwing his at the bottom of the Hey do you remember we did,
1: do you remember we did an interview um last year for the for the tour and we read out you read out somebody's phone number?
0: No, did I? <laughs> yeah, it was so... Really? Did I did I... I can't remember where the gig was for, but that does yeah. sound like me. Yeah. That's how, the charm is, you see, because whenever we, uh, it's like in this situation. You know, I, I kind of feel that we are, we're talking, and it's you and me, and that's, you know, that's it. There's nobody else here.
1: Well, there probably won't be anyone else listening anyway. So it really is just you and me. Sorry about the creaking again, mate. No, that's no, my, no, my no, not at all. too. It's My knees.
0: Yeah. It's funny because it reminds me of one of the the phone ins I was asked to do for the, you know, for the the, the BBC, uh, off thing, you know. How did it go? Well, I don't think they had any listeners. And the funny thing is, they phoned in, they asked me to phone in, which is, of course, slightly difficult. And he's quite a big celebrity, this fella. In, uh, I'm not going to mention his name although I do his phone in.
1: Right. He's quite a big celebrity, really. On the, well, the on BBC? The telly.
0: No, not in the... Well, no. Well, I, just on the telly and, oh, and, okay. and you know, in BBC other like areas. ITV. Like, no. Jennifer. Newspapers Jennifer. and things like that. Newspapers. Jeremy Clarkson Media. And, Imagine it was Jeremy Clarkson. Okay. Anyway, Jeremy Clarkson found you? You'd imagine it's oh, you Jeremy Clarkson. Well, I do, yeah. Know. If you want, I could try phoning him back walk. and see if he'll pick up. <laughs> <laughs> If I can buy your phone, that is. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, I thought that actually, the weirdest thing is, when I phoned up, I thought he wanted, I thought he kind of phoned me, you know. And so when we went on the radio, I thought... He was kind of making out that I'd phoned them, which technically I had, but I thought he had phoned me. He'd asked me to phone. Right. He'd asked me to appear. Yeah. About not being Oh, he made it out like I called up him. in response to his show. Right. When in fact I didn't oh. even have a phone. Why would Chris Why you would that? I pick up a phone to phone somebody Jeremy about Jeremy. not having a phone? Chris Evans? It wasn't Chris, no. Good old Chris. He doesn't Bob phone Harris. anymore either. No.
1: <laughs> well, he might be. He might be phoning right now, <laughs> listening to this. Going,
0: God, you know what? I must give Damo a call. I wonder what's happened to him? Is it, but you know what? It is. It is. It's. It's a. Um, it's a liberating experience. So I read. So
1: yes. I read it on the, <laughs> on the BBC website. I, I actually read it on my phone as well. That's, which was, again, that's another
0: right. ironic... I, it worries it worries me that we are living on our phones and not living in the moment. And I do like the living in the moment. To me, you know, that whole... You know, just being here with you, we're both here. We're having a good time. We've got a couple of beers. We're...
1: No, not technically We, a we will have a couple no, of no, beers. We will have a bit later. It is, it is early afternoon. But we exactly. were both saying as we walked up here beautiful British summer's day the only thing on our minds is a pint in the pub
0: exactly because how often do we have a beautiful summer's day like this you have to you have to you have to make use of it and you have to make the most of it I agree I actually I went um, yesterday I came off the plane yesterday
1: I flew into Gatwick I came on the plane once I managed to disguise it as an asthma attack (laughs) you did you are cringing. That's the I first that. joke.
0: We're 15 minutes in, <laughs> haven't I... That's good. I just don't have any jokes myself, you see. That's the trouble. I don't have them. <laughs> Sorry, you, you came off the plane. No, I, I, well, I, I, my, my flight was later than the day before. Um, and it was amazing is I only missed it by about two minutes. And I thought I was going to be at least two hours late. But I was actually only two minutes late, hmm. which is very clever. So I missed my flight. And um, and I stayed in Amsterdam, which was which was, which was was a, a treat, really. Yeah. Apart from there wasn't really enough time to do anything because then I had to leave in the morning to go to make sure I didn't catch, no, make sure I did catch the flight. You did, right. So I turned up at the airport. And then the weirdest thing at the airport is the lady behind the desk said, I'm terribly sorry, but your ticket has been cancelled. And um, and I said, oh, no, no, I, I missed the flight yesterday. And he said, no, the one that you booked again for your next flight has been cancelled. They said it's our error, but it's been cancelled. Oh. And the flight is booked. So, what do you do? She said, I'm going to have to put you on standby. I said, Well, I don't want to, anybody else to suffer for my, you know, I don't want to be pushed on priority. I, I, you know, it will be thoughtful. terrible. You're thoughtful. Like well, I, <laughs> I hadn't really had a chance to go around Amsterdam. You had not right? finished, <laughs> finished your sightseeing
1: tour you know, in right. Amsterdam. No, okay. I,
0: I wanted to go to the Van Gogh Museum. I hadn't done that. No, I've, you know, I've, I've wanted to do that. So um, anyway, I, I got on. they'd actually got me on the flight. It was fine. And they guaranteed there was nobody else who was left off the flight. Because I insisted that I had, you know, I didn't want to push off anybody off the flight. And so I did, which was great. And when I arrived in Gatwick, there was only one thing on my mind. West Wittering. The sun was shining. It was beautiful. So I went to West Wittering. Did you? Yeah, I did. And I looked and I looked and I looked. I could not find any evidence of my socks. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Even though it's forty five years ago, it's nothing.
0: They're there somewhere. They are there. Oh, it's just—it's a matter of time. They will reveal themselves. They're
1: shy. they're, they're sharp. Right. No up Yeah. Funny, you were just talking about the um, the Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah. I never know. I never know. I don't know. I noticed as well. You, you kind of just slightly moved Van- off the mic just to so my Van Gogh to make sure anybody listening that are uh, art it's, experts. It's yeah. Um, so I did a gig the other day where it was a bit of an impromptu thing with my dad at the Wallace Collection in, uh, or the Wallace Gallery, whatever it is, in uh, in London. And uh, my dad had asked me, he said, oh, can you come down and he said, I'm doing like this question and answer thing. He said, and you can ask me the questions, you know, just ask about music and my past and all that stuff, um, sort of ba- loosely based around his kind of classical influences and stuff. So I, it was a bit like today. I'd flown in, I got arrived in at five in the morning, a few hours kip. had some things to do here, went down to London. So I was really hanging by the time I got there. So I walked into the gallery there and it's absolutely, I mean, there's no wall space left at all. It's just all these old masters everywhere. So it's, it's yeah. pretty impressive, the laughing cavaliers there and all this. So walk in, the first thing I do is... Um, sort of standing with my dad and he sort of explains how the the evening going to run and i put my phone and a drink and stuff on this table and out of nowhere this guy appears saying you know grabs my stuff <laughs> off this marble tabletop and he said this is priceless it's 700 years old and i was like oh right okay so i then put it over on the piano and he said you can't put it on the piano either so i lifted it up like that and, I, and then i sat down and he said you can't sit there and I was like, what is all this stuff doing in a room if you can't use it? I said, am I allowed to look at the pictures or do I have to sort of avert my eyes? I was, it confuses me when there's things there, for example, a table, and you can't put something on it.
0: Yeah, I, I understand that. But I spent a long time at, um, I haven't told anyone this, by the way. This is, I took this, this rather well, the, the beautiful young lady um, to the Tate Gallery. You know the the modern Tate Gallery on the on the Embankment, and um, and it was it was it's an interesting gallery, and there's a lot of it. It's quite um, you know it's, you're not quite sure what the angle was you know intended in its production or 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 in its you
1: know. Its what was your intention taking this beautiful young lady to the Tate Gallery?
0: My intentions were good,
1: as they always are.
0: Okay, of course I was like the chaperone. To oh. this young lady, who, to show her, well, I suppose, I suppose I, I, suppose I, I might have um, been given the given the impression that I knew what I was talking about when it came to art, for example.
1: Ah, I see. You were and
0: bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> there, was one, there was one moment. I was there admiring this beautiful um, piece that had. It was it was it was like a very modern shiny type. It was almost like it was made of you know, plastic, you know. And 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 but it was it was amazing, unbelievable. And I stood there and I was appreciating. I went right up close. As I got closer, it moved. And it was actually somebody who had just gone to the art exhibition. I actually thought that they were a piece. They were a piece of <laughs> really genuinely living, living um, art. And then I had to pretend I knew they were peace. They weren't a piece all along, you know. <laughs> to actually uh-huh. pretend to get myself out of the embarrassment.
1: And how did that work out?
0: I think I got away with it. Did you? Yeah. Although not as. I mean, I've, you know, I've had other times. In I, I was in in Dublin at the uh, at the gallery there in in Dublin. You know, um, the Irish Gallery, and uh, um, I I didn't get away with it there.
1: Um, and pray tell what happened there
0: well I just I'm, a bit, I'm not such a great I haven't got great eyesight you see and I and, and I have to get quite close to the paintings and my nose <laughs> set off the alarms oh you, you got back close <laughs> I thought you were going to steal it I think so. I think so. I didn't realise you, you could actually get a car, close enough. Car, Wilson. How do you? It's, it's, well, the thing is, they they is clip. your nose, like, right <laughs> up against the window. No, because I can see everything. I just can't. See. It's it's the detail. It's, it's it's immaculate, you know. And everyone always says, "Oh, you should wear glasses," but it doesn't make any of difference. The cells literally aren't there, so it's just in the It's very little. Hmm. But the trouble is, it's all those little details that are hard things to see. So it's like when you get really, really, you know, you you. How can I say? Guitar strings, yeah, mm. they aren't straight. They go, whoosh. they go like a presumably around the the um, the injury on the eye. So oh, so they they wonky. So nothing's straight. They're all kind of wonky. But your eyes gets used to it, and you kind of it can work things out. Okay. With driving, I can see things that move really well, and I seem to pick up things. But I tend to see what I want to see. So um, all
1: these things are leading me to the same conclusion, which is. You shouldn't really be driving a car. Oh, well,
0: that's, I kind of thought that too. Yeah. That's the point. And when
1: I went, you realise your insurance is going to be invalidated if anybody listens to this and you. Have I know
0: an it's absolutely true. Oh no, God forbid! I tell you, an accident or something. No, no, you're, no you're getting me for, now you're now you're scared because for a boring. couple of years I found it very hard to. I wouldn't get into a car until hmm. I realised actually how well I saw. Yeah. But when I see Waitman, I'm all often you know rather yeah. than seeing Waitman, I see Wilson. Yeah. Ah, um, ah, that's different. That's not
1: the... Is it macular damage? It's macular damage. No, that's, <laughs> that's um, Singer's um, ego damage, <laughs> what that is, is you see your name first. No,
0: the thing is, you see, your brain is taking the information coming through your eyes. And, um, and and the thing is, I was concerned about it. I thought I wouldn't be able to drive. But the guy who did my test, he really wanted me to drive. And so, and he, um, he uh, you know, when he gave me the test, you know, I said, I can't see it. Because ever I looked at all the... Um, the letters um they they just disappeared it's like they it's if they're black they disappear into white you know they it's like you' you know you f- I it get feels letters
1: like, like that with the inland revenue when they come through <laughs> it just sort of disappears into the recycling
0: ah. same sort of thing or not it might well be the same kind of thing, but it's um it's uh the 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 strange thing with for my eye test the guy said to me that the 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 doctor said. Um, tell me what you think you can see. And I thought he's gotta be joking. So I just rattled off a load of you know, P W T Q, you know. And he was like, Yeah, that's fine, next slide. So like, no way. I can't tell you whether it's right or wrong or we just thought, yeah, we'll let this joker through But I, I uh, you know, I <laughs> So you obviously can
1: see alright, but as you
0: say it's just it's uh, it's confusing. It's confusing. But if I really want to... If I stare at something, it's not the way to see things. It's like peripherals of the way.
1: So if he'd have said to you, tell me what you can see, and, and you read out a load of numbers, and he said to you, this is a dentist. Get out of my office. <laughs> then I think you should hand in your car keys. But
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I was cleared for DVLA, cleared by yeah. the doctor. It's like... And and although I kind of... I mean, but, you know, people drive with one eye. You know, people drive... Drunk people. They, <laughs> Uh, people, uh, you know, people drive without hands, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling we might, uh, we might be well to end this particular. No, this, I, I okay. Podcast. I don't, I don't know. Perhaps people can't drive without hands. I don't know. I've not seen anyone drive, but I definitely, my my uncle used to drive without legs. Right. Good stuff.
1: Uh, uh, more soon, I guess. Thanks, Dane.
0: It was a war, screaming through the skies. He flew at speed, a budding man, binding with his head still full of dreams. When things changed, he found he had to go to war.